NBA DFS Strategy Show from No House Advantage, the NHA Strategy Show ahead of tonight's jam-packed slate. The NBA is back. That's right. I took the night off as we all got to see one of the biggest, best comebacks, arguably in college basketball history. But that aside, as Terry's here, I'm here. Tyler's producing. Three of us with you. Hit the thumbs up button, please. It's the best way we ask you, of course, to help this channel and make sure you're subscribed here. Dave's already in the house, up and running. Couple of heads already up here. So we appreciate that. Terry, nice to have the NBA back. Even better to have you back. Thank you, pal. Likewise, good to be back here with you, and uh, always fun to do this show and uh, you know chat through some of these props with you. But uh, yeah, it is weird. I uh, usually when I write my NBA column during the day, dog's already starting up over here. When I write my NBA article, I usually pull up like yesterday's, grab the template, paste yep. it over into the new one and start from there. And for way too long after I finished my monster baseball article, when I hopped over to basketball, I was looking for yesterday's draft. I was like, what the hell happened? Did I not publish it? Did I not write an article yet? What the hell is wrong with me? Did I skip yesterday? Did I not work yesterday? What did I do? It took me a solid like five minutes to remember that there was no slate yesterday. So yeah, I'm happy to have basketball as topsy-turvy as 12 games at the end of the season with a bunch of chaos is, uh, it should be fun. Well, that's the thing. I mean, before we even get to the whole, the chaos of it and the volatility, the ups and downs of teams, just being where they are or needing seeding or even just getting out of the play and to avoid elimination, as we'll see possibly later tonight, there was that weird feeling of just going to a place of bet or going to the DFS slate or just going to NHA and waiting for something to pop up. And then, oh, that's right. That's right. And I'm sure that a couple of people like myself even kept going back thinking like maybe something's going to happen here, but nonetheless, we here we dopamine are, withdrawals at the same time last night. I don't know about you, but I actually <laughs> dozed off at one point during you know, watching the game and everything. So yeah, yeah was I was tough. with it. I, I, I was That's... checking like, like I was checking things that I don't normally, you know, I was on Twitter a little bit more than normal. Cause it's just like, I need that like down scroll refresh, like, you know, uh, that little something bit of dopamine in there. Yeah. Yep. yep. No, it, I know that feeling, me. man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So let's get into it. It's a busy night tonight for sure. And we'll see how far down we actually do slip the overs, by the way, not a ton that are jumping out that are super strong here. Unders may provide a little bit deeper of some plays. So one that's right away, Terry, that, that I see at least from an under standpoint that jumps out is Devonte Graham's PRA. We also have a couple of overs, but really the only over that is in the 90 percentile. And this is from, I just updated our projection. So this was a little shocking because normally we have a couple, but we have three. All right. I'm just going to give you this flat out. We have three that range from 80.71 to 90.41, and then that's it. That's the highest. And two of those three, Terry, are the same guy in Thaddeus Young. So this is not a great night, at least from a projection standpoint, from overs. We may have to live in the under streets. Yeah, I, I think so. I think we're going to be looking at a lot of these unders. Um, <laughs> yeah, normally we've got that range of like you know, 10, 12 different plays in the 80s and the 90s to talk about, and that's just not the case today. Uh, the Thad one is definitely interesting at the top of the board on the overside. Only seven and a half on a PRA for Thad. We're projecting him for 15.2 minutes. Uh, he averages, um, let's see, it's, we'll call it a 11.9 PRA in 15.7 minutes a night. So we've got him projected right around what he does on the average. It's not a big number, but it's way over the seven and a half line that we need. So I do like that one. 
But yeah, that is our only 90 percenter and it immediately drops off to an 85 percenter looking for four and a half on just the points plus assists for Thad. I like chasing that one a little bit less. I think the 85 percent, you know, it definitely makes sense. But if you just think in terms of, you know, at four and a half, what does he need? Three buckets? I mean, if he makes three buckets, we're already there. So I like him to get three buckets and still fall short with the PRA one. So I'd prefer to go to that one uh, rather than dabble with the points plus assists. But that one's firmly on the board as well uh, with with the guy expected to play just 15 minutes tonight. So either right. one of the Thad picks of the oversight is uh, is fine. Uh, yeah. And, and again, I, I think while it may say 5% different on there, you lay out as far as the scenarios here, you're really not going to go wrong either way, especially if you're building multiples. You can come back to the PRA or you can just build it with the points and assists and, and beyond yeah. there. I just realized right? that I started talking about that halfway through as though it was an under. Um, I'm very tired. <laughs> I spent uh, about 30 hours writing uh, two uh, baseball uh, articles and 20,000 words that you can find on the site. <laughs> and that just these are all broke midway. Yeah, right. my, my brain broke midway through talking about that. So the points plus assists perfectly fine to chase for the same reason, except on the opposite side. He can stumble into three buckets and get you to that one. OK, so, OK, let me take a swig of coffee. Look, here. to be fair, I didn't catch it either. So whatever you were saying, just I thought you were trying to clean it up for me politely nope. without calling me out on it. Nope, nope, no. Trust me, I'd have no problem calling you out on that. But hey, hey, Terry, you know, we're, <laughs> I would we're hope doing not. the overs still, just so you know, we're doing the overs. Yeah, but no, I, I had no idea, man. It, the analysis made sense. So I didn't think to second <laughs> guess it. I think that's what it was. There you go. You just got to sell it. Just whatever you say, yes. say it with confidence. Exactly right. Let somebody else catch you. That's All right. Great. So. Devonta, real quick, on the underside, Devonte Graham, we do have a bunch of unders at least to work with, six unders to work with. A couple of them are going to overlap. But again, as Terry laid out with the overs just now on Thaddeus Young, you're going to build multiple lineups on NHA. You're going to have the advantage now to use Devonte Graham two times over. You can use P.J. Washington two times over, how we have in these 90s here. So we have a 99 that's the highest we have on the under. Is that an automatic smash for you as well, going under Devontae Graham's PRA here? Yeah, it's a situation where in his 28.8 minutes uh, average for the season, his PRA average is 18.6. So we're looking for 17 and a half. Um, we're projecting him for 17.3 minutes. His time on the court has been dramatically reduced lately. He's averaging 16 minutes a night over the last three uh, over the last five, he's been, he played 28, five games out, but then he's been 17, 16, 14, and 18. So comfortably expecting a 17-ish kind of a minute night for him, unless things change, I think that one's pretty comfortable. We've got him projected for 11, and that's right in line with what he's been doing in the last uh, in the last 10 games or so. Uh, I pulled it up before. I've got his uh, most recent 10-game stretch. That's the Rockets. Most recent 10-game stretch, he's been averaging 21.7 minutes, 7.6 assists, uh, and just uh, 1.9 rebounds and 2.7 assists. So we're right in that 11 and change range in more minutes than we're giving him uh, over the last 10. I'm pretty comfy with that one, even if it's 99 is generous. But uh, yeah, it maths out that way, and I think you can lock that one in at the top of the card. Okay. Yeah. And it makes sense because again, when we have this all laid out with our nineties and trying to bounce around and work, even with one guy who's heavy on the top and Devonte Graham, of course, pops up. So it doesn't really, basically it doesn't matter so much. I mean, there's a 6% point difference technically between the PA and the PRA, but it really doesn't matter if you add the rebounds here, if you're building multiple lineups across on NHA, 
you're going to use both of these, right? Or are you going to stay maybe with the points, rebounds, and assists just to add that extra category with very little threat that Graham is going to grab 10 rebounds tonight? Yeah, we're not really worried about him coming out and just happening to distinguish himself in any one of these categories, really. So I'm comfy going with the uh, the points plus assists if you want to drop down to that one in, uh, in a variety of cards as we put these together. 93%, we're talking about a negligible difference between the top, and it's based on the same reasoning. Uh, we've got him projected at a 9.5. I mentioned what he's been doing over the last uh, 10 games in more minutes than what we're projecting him for. So any yeah. one of those gram choices is perfectly fine. You could even drop down to the 89% or with the points on a few cards. Uh, if you just if you just need to make some room so absolutely yeah he's uh, with confidence you can go to any of those similar situation i know we have gordon hayward in here we'll, we'll get back to him in just a second but i was just curious because pj washington does pop up twice in kind of that 90 range so we've got boost we've got hayward in there that we can definitely talk about mixed in because the gaps are going to be favorable really to everybody we're talking about in such a high 90 percentile range but is that similar to PJ Washington. And the only reason why I ask is because instead of going from that three PRA down to two, we go from PRA down to just rebounds. Now, still, they're both heavy smash when it comes to our percentile points and our projections from Alex. So maybe this is splitting a hair or two. But as you laid out the differences between Graham, I just wanted to catch that with Washington because there is a slight difference where you're minimizing it from three to one as opposed to with Graham three to two. Yeah, I think it's interesting in looking at PJ Washington here. The rebounds one is right in line with it, assuming that our minutes projection hits. We've got him projected for 24 minutes, where he typically averages 27 for the season. Uh, he's been averaging around 30 over the last, uh, let's call it five games or so. But with the return of Hayward, he could potentially see a bit of a haircut. Hayward only played 17 the last time out. PJ played 26 down from 34. So we already saw a haircut and we've got uh, Hayward projected up to 24. So we've got them both at 24 minutes tonight. And that's enough to knock him down. He averages 5.3 rebounds in his 27 minute average. At 24 minutes, we're creating a little bit of space there. We've got him at 3.45 rebounds against that five and a half line, 91% probable to hit the under. I like that one. The only question there is the fragility of that minutes projection. If Hayward is, you know, being gradually introduced back, he plays a 16 minute night tonight. PJ could get up toward that, you know, 27 minute average toward that 30 minute mark and end up just, you know, through seeing his normal time, getting in that, that five and a half territory. He still averages below the line that we're looking for. But if you're talking about him in his normal run, that's really, really close. So it depends, yeah. but I do like it, uh, assuming that we're correct about the minutes. No, and I think that's a good point, too, is how much is predicated on, you know, our minutes projection and, and sliding that in, especially with unders where you're trying to sneak in a guy who is not going to be out there a ton by any means. So yeah. kick and everybody else out there in the chat. Appreciate you hanging again with us. Hit that thumbs up button. If you're just hanging, just coming in part of me with the No House Advantage Strategy Show, make sure you're subscribed here. Look, take advantage. Awesome. That's our promo code for you. A.W.E. S-E-M-O will match your first deposit up to $25. You can put that to work tonight. Look, this contest that Tyler's in here behind us putting in all of your entries, Terry, only $15, all right? So you put $25, we'll match $25, and then you have $35 left over to still do more, even more damage, not counting the money that you're going to win tonight with what Terry and NHAR projections are going to give you. So it's all here. It's very, this is like the easiest, right? 
of all the stuff we do, I feel like this is the easiest way in which you can plug and play what we have to win money. Not to say that everything else is difficult because it's not, but this is like totally reduced for you here. Yeah, this really boils what we do down to its <laughs> simplest form, right? It's just, is he going to yes. do this? Yes, he is. No, he's not. And this is the likelihood of, with, this is the confidence with which we're, we're stating that. It doesn't get simpler than this. So these prop-based sites are really, really strong uh, for people making money. We see all kinds of people making all kinds of money on these sites and winning like crazy. So definitely encourage anybody who hasn't yet take advantage of these last few days of the NBA season, jump in there. I'm sure they'll have contests running through the playoffs and everything, but NBA is winding down. So, you know, jump in there now while we've got these hot projections and, and check it out. These are free on the site too. You can get these in front of the paywall, I believe still. So yeah, not too bad. yeah it's amazing. We're actually... We're actually taking these and with our betting picks package. Now we're adding these to the betting picks package so that people there can look at the actual statistical projections alongside of our betting picks that Alex and Ben and Steve are nice. making, which have been on nice. fire lately. Anyway, Oh my goodness. You see the justification. You see something like that PJ and uh, Gordon Hayward situation. You can spot those situations where, all right, maybe this one's a little bit more fragile than I'm willing to take on. I see that it's a good bet, but I'm going to pass on that one. I'm going to jump on this one for whatever reason, you know, so it gives you just a little, bit more to a little bit more meat on the bone in that betting pick subscription too so between that between what we're doing for nha i mean we're just absolutely killing it with props lately that's amazing man and i love just being a part of this here in the backdrop and seeing people that are signing up winning some money on that right so we have a link for you below that too everything that you can get is always going to be a link below here on our videos all right so let's keep it moving i mentioned hayward he's also at the top he's got a 94.6 percent under that he's going to stay that below that PRA 23 and a half is what the line has on NHA. The projection is much lower than that. We talked about a couple of guys from Graham and Washington. We also have Bush that's in there. Hayward's going to pop up a little bit lower, but it's going to be you know about eight percentile points below that. So this seems to be, again, a really good spot to catch Gordon Hayward going under all three categories. Yeah, it really seems like uh, that is basically projecting him for full run um, in what he would normally do in full health. Uh, his 31.9 minute average for the season, essentially. In that yep. run, he gets uh, 24.1 PRA on the average. They're looking for 23 and a half here. I don't see him getting 31.9 minutes tonight. I don't see him getting, you know, to 28 minutes tonight. He's coming off an ankle injury. Like I said, he played 17 in the return the other day. We're projecting him for 24, which I thought was aggressive when I first saw it. So I am perfectly comfortable saying he's going under that mark. Um, there, there's essentially no chance he plays 32 minutes tonight. So we're well under that mark. If anything, I think we're projecting him high and he falls short of our minutes expectation, which would just make this a stronger play. So that's another one. I consider that just as strong as that Devontae Graham one from the top of the board. Yeah. And you're right. Cause it's right underneath that from a projection standpoint, you're definitely going to be able to maneuver with both of these there. No. And, and Cedric asks a question that we do bring up a bunch and, we kind of glossed over it this time because we don't really have anybody but NAW, if you will, Alexander Walker here. That's been zeroed out, but you can't go under Alexander Walker tonight. If you play that, you see the question that Cedric Harris had to, uh, Terry in the chat that you can't just bet under because if he's DNC of uh, part of me, if he's DMP CD, you're not going to get any points for that. The guy has to be on the, that's why whenever we have somebody with like a 99.99 or a 100 percentile 
chance of going under something. It's predicated on that guy getting out on the floor for like 62 seconds just right. to ver right just to validate him on the box score. But if he doesn't get out there, you run that risk of that bet not hitting. So even if you go under a guy that's not DMP CD ahead of time or, you know, that is like we know now with Alexander Walker and the guy just doesn't play, you're not going to get any points for that either. Yeah, we don't want to be hunting the 15th man at the end of the bench here. We don't want to be, you know, going after these, uh, you know, saying, oh, yeah, this guy's going to go under because I don't think he's going to play at all. We do need him to go out on the floor and at least, you know, tie his shoes during regulation or something and then go back to the bench. So as long as you get nice. that out of a guy, as long as you're comfortable with that, you can chase some of those low, uh, low end unders. Um, I assume I only have this based on what we're projecting on the site. So I assume that we've taken out guys like LeBron that would be in that situation. Yep. LeBron ruled out earlier in the day. So we've just got a ton of guys that are already on the, off the board. If you could go with guys that were already confirmed out, I could build you a hell of a hundred percent of a card across the board. Cause we've got a ton of them in this situation, but what that does is create opportunity for a lot of these other guys. Um, and I think that's part of why we've got kind of an evenly balanced board too. It's a lot of non-star kind of players looking for, you know, their average or around there in a lot of these lines. So it's a pretty tight, efficient board that we're looking at today. It's, a, it's an interesting slate. All right. Anything else here? Because you're right, especially with what's behind it, not just the individual projections, but playoff seating, trying to stay away from elimination, what have you. There, there are so many different things that will factor in to this final week here. I wanted to go back to the overs just because now from an under standpoint, we're still in that high 80s range, right? D'Angelo Russell, Bobby Portis is now popping up, but still you have Devontae Graham, Gordon Hayward. So a couple of guys that we've already mentioned. Also on the overside, and maybe this is just how we are awaiting some information or just down to the final stretch of the season, but you don't have a ton of guys that you can really play. I do want to bring up DeAnthony Melton because of the projection and the category. I saw this earlier, right, from our, when we were, before we got on, we were building the show here real quick. And he's sitting at one and a half on the line. The projection is a full three over that. I immediately, Terry, went to my books here in PA and I can't get them. So this is a great example of being able to find somebody that you can play from an NHA standpoint that forget any other DFS site. You can't even play from a book standpoint, or at least where I am here in PA. Yeah, and that's the great thing about these sites, you know, the, the, or the prop-based ones. You can take advantage of those uh, inefficient markets, and they don't change them as rapidly. Sometimes they, you know, we've talked about it in the past. I think they leave things out there that are a little bit appealing to draw some attention, make it a little bit, you know, shake things up, make it fun. Like uh, when the site prices a guy deliberately a little bit low, a little bit high to shake things up. Yeah. So. I think they do leave those out there from time to time and you can chase them. And, uh, and that's an interesting one, you know, looking at Melton over the last uh, 10 games per game, he's taking, where'd he go? He's taking 7.33s, making 3.8 of them shooting 52.1 over the last, uh, over the last 10 games. That's pretty damn good. So uh, I have no issues okay. chasing. Them. Okay. And again, it's not the highest by any mean percentile one. You're going to find it right there, about 79 Jalen green, is sitting at 80.71. He was the other guy we didn't mention really quick with Thad Young, right? Any interest on that one? Yeah, Jalen Green. Or did, you, um, or did you mention him in the beginning when you were talking about Thad Young? I'm sorry. 
No, no, I just went with Thad, and then uh, since okay. he was at eighty percent, I figured we'd circle back to him after some of those. Yeah. I figured we'd follow the exact path that got us to Jalen Green right now. Actually, there you go. Um, so yeah, what a host! What a job <laughs> by you, getting us exactly where we should be. I got lucky. Um, yeah, Jalen Jalen Green. I think we fire away here. The volumes volume's been ridiculous. Uh, I had that one pulled up, and hopefully, I didn't close it when I was uh, pulling up, jumping to the other one. Yeah, over the last ten games for uh, for Jalen Green. 22.7 points per game, playing 33.9 minutes a night, taking nine threes, making 3.7 of them, taking 17.7 field goal attempts. He's just, the volume is way, way up. So looking for a points plus assists of 18 and a half, I think we're pretty comfy chasing that. For the season, 31.6 minutes a game, he's already averaging 16.8 points and 2.6 assists. So we're basically there if he's just what he's done for the season. We're giving him a couple additional minutes and the volume is up. I see no reason not to fire away on that one or really any of the Jalen Green ones. And that kind of also goes for the other Rockets players that are on the board. We see KPJ is on the board here uh, a little bit below uh, Jalen Green. I think KPJ is interesting in these high 70s, just given the high game total in that Houston versus Brooklyn game. Uh, I believe it's the high point on the slate tonight. Uh, it was sitting at a uh, yeah 244 and a half uh, game total, way above all the others. There's blowout risk. Brooklyn's favored by 17, but it's not like they're really going to pull those guys if they're getting lit up. They're just going to let those kids play and let them run. So I have no real issues going to the KPJ ones here either. Yeah, that's a good call. I like that, especially when you start to look at how our projections start, again, waning a little bit from that top spot. So maybe people are looking at the 70s, the high 70s, and trying to stay away a little bit. So yeah, KPJ's got a bunch in there that you can definitely maneuver with from points. And again, this is how you can mix and match depending on how many lineups you're truly building here. Talked about that young KPJ right now, Jalen Green. What about Buddy Heal? The assist number jumps out a little bit there with that maneuverable gap on the... Again, we'll get back to some high 80s on the under before we get out of here by all means. But since we're really scraping now with high 70s, and I say that as a luxury, of course, with overs... Any thoughts on the Buddy Heald assist one? I don't know what to expect. It's such a big line. I wouldn't be shocked if the Sixers were down at the half at this point. Yeah, I tell you what, assists are not the thing that immediately springs to mind when I think Buddy yeah. Heald, but <laughs> taking a look at the last 10 in uh, 31.7 minutes a night, putting up 3.9 assists a, uh, a game. So, yeah, we're, we've been there. Um, we're projecting him for around that many minutes, and uh, he's comfortably there. The 3.78 projection that we've got on his assists is pretty accurate for what he's been doing. For the season, he's averaging 2.8 in 30.7 minutes per game, so the line is more in line with his season-long number rather than what he's done in recent games. So I kind of like that one. I wouldn't have spotted that. I like that call. All right, look, man, I'm just trying to help, okay? You, you've got a lot of different things that you're spotting and working, and it's unfair to ask you to do it all. And, and my left my left arm is occupied trying to keep the dog quiet over here. I've been petting the dog since the show started, basically, because he won't shut up. Well, trust me, I'm, I'm in about six minutes. I'm going to do the same thing with my child. So <laughs> <laughs> any you unders grab your child by the scruff of the neck and shake him around when he, when he won't. No, be no, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, no. As as loud as he's allowed to be as loud as he wants. You can do that with a dog. You know, you can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. They got, they got that <laughs> no, built in. I'll lose my skin. kid that way, by all means. Uh, all right, so what about some unders here on the way out? And again, if you're hanging, we have that promo code for you. So hit the thumbs up button, please. Let's get the likes up. Not a big ask. And subscribe. Awesomeo is the promo code. A-W-E-S-E-M-O will match your first deposit up to $25 here. 
on no house advantage. So it's a lot of unders tonight, man. That's what we're dealing with here. Bobby Portis has two where you could really go with as far as PRA or just rebound straight up. And I know just from doing this game for odd shopper earlier, one of the strongest plays is Vooch going over his rebound total from nine and a half finishing with 11. So maybe that does factor into a guy like Portis and or Lopez shorting a little bit on their rebounds. Giannis is Giannis, of course, but Portis has a PRA or a rebound. So solo prop, if you want, that you can attack 88 or close to 87, respectively. Yeah, I kind of think I like the idea of giving him more to do with the PRA there at 25 and a half. We've got him projected for 20. Um, the, the rebounds is, is a little tight. We've got him projected at seven and a half. It's a nine and a half. And even against Vooch, it's, uh, you know, Bobby Portis, very capable rebounder. And it's giving him, you know, it's chasing the one thing that he does really well, in my opinion. So I'd rather give him a little bit more to do. He is a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a good distributor of the basketball when he needs to be. He's a, uh, a, a very capable scorer as well. But I think I'd like to give him the 25 and a half. My one concern there is we do have a uh, just a probable tag on Giannis. And with everything, all the chaos going on in the league and everybody, you know, deciding at the last minute to sit out lately, I would be a little bit concerned if Giannis sits, we get uh, Portis inserted in, uh, into the starting lineup or just seeing more minutes in general. He's been on a decline with Lopez coming back. He stepped out of the starting lineup, seeing less minutes. We've got him projected at 22, which this entire premise is built on. So if that changes, then I think this one comes off the board almost entirely. But with Giannis going, I think we're pretty comfy chasing it. I prefer the PRA to the, uh, to the rebounds only. All right. Awesome. Just wanted to make sure, because, again, sometimes it's not as easy of a distinguishing factor or something that may jump out. We already got a couple of guys in here, so we can go down uh, a little bit lower here. Bogdanovich, I know two games back there, so assists is probably another category similar to healed, maybe, where you're not immediately going to him. And this is actually pretty workable. I wonder what the juice, I, I imagine you're going to be laying some heavy juice to go under three and a half at any book. Nothing, of course, there at NHA, but that's a pretty workable number as well, especially when you look at the difference between NHA and Alex's projection on site. Yeah, it looks like for Bogdanovich for the season in 29-ish minutes, uh, he's averaging just three assists. We've got him projected at 24.6 minutes tonight, so we're cutting into the minutes uh, he's averaged over the last three, just 22.7 minutes. So it's right in line with what he's done over the last three games in terms of uh, his playing time. So just based on how that maths out, I think that's pretty appropriate. Uh, and I think that's one that we can target again. Yeah. Not one that was at the top of my mind. I don't think uh, of him in general in terms of assists, but it looks like that's a fairly inefficient line. Another guy from that same game that I think could be interesting, depending on what happens with the uh, status of uh, some of the players on his team, including uh, specifically OG Ananobi, is uh, Chris Boucher on that points plus rebounds. 17 and a half, we've got him projected at 12.79, only playing 17.2 minutes. I think we're comfy there as long as uh, Ananobi plays. If Ananobi doesn't play, we could see Boucher start. We could see all sorts of things happen in that front court. So that would be another one that would potentially come off the board with news. But as it stands right now, I think we're, we've got a lot of clearance on that 17 and a half. So I think we can chase that points plus rebounds. Not the most uh, consistent player in the world in general. Anyway, we're talking about a guy who in 20.9 minutes averages a 15.4. So he's averaging two fewer than what we need in more time than we're giving him. So I think we're yeah. pretty comfortable. That's, that's the big part. 
more time. I love that phrase, more time than we're giving them, because that's such a big factor in this. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, we're out of time. All right. I was going to say, all right, no. why don't you anything else you want to squeeze in here? We didn't even get three, two, one. We had so many unders here. I think that's the problem is we just breezed past so many overs because they were down in the 70s. That's an ugly number for our show. Normally, we're stuck in the 90s. Yeah, seriously, it's just uncomfortable. Anthony Davis, here, but, yeah, uh, questionable. I tell you what, a guy who's been just hot in uh, the last couple of months and uh, put up a nice score the last game out, uh, Darius Garland, looking at uh, yeah. eight and a half assists. Uh, he's sitting at a 9.6 projection. It's a 76 percenter. It's not the lock of all locks, but he averages 8.6 assists in 35.8 minutes. We're giving him a couple additional minutes. They're going up against a weak Orlando team. I think he could get there pretty easily. Either one of the KP ones is also interesting. Chris, Christoph Porzingis in that wide open Washington against Minnesota game should be able to do basically anything he wants in terms of scoring. The points plus assists looks pretty nice. Awesome, brother. At anything else you want to get out? Uh, hit up the site if you're looking for a MLB preview. I put 20,000 yes. words into two parts of uh, a National League and an American League version going through each team. Uh, all kinds of crazy nonsense. Uh, I need a nap after that. So uh, check that out on the site. Words. It's up for free. Yeah, so I got a little carried away. You get paid by the word. My mistake was my mistake was committing to a format with the first team and not going back on it once I realized, oh, this is going to take way longer than I expected yep. it to. Yeah. Oh, and then I just get man. carried away writing about baseball with each team that I went to anyway. So, yeah. Well, the best look. part is now people like me can get on there, read it, and then steal all your content, regurgitate it locally where you where you aren't. So you've exactly. done yeah. a great service to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> awesome You're stuff, welcome. man. At Digital B21, at Shander Show for me. Thanks to Tyler. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Playoff edition as we get down to it, by all means. Thanks again for hanging with us. Thumbs up. Awesome. Most the promo code at No House Advantage. Thanks to NHA there as well. We'll see you next week.